Welcome to the Philosophy of Fighting Podcast with your hosts, Arturo and Anu. All right, this is episode 51. All right, so I wanted to talk about the mass shootings that are happening. So in Buffalo, as well as this one in Uvalde. Yeah, I think that's how you say it. Yeah, Uvalde. And but our our podcast is about fighting, so it's like how do we frame it? And I think Arturo, just in this brief discussion, said like how do we combat what happens? Like end these mass shootings. Like how do you fight it? And I think yeah. we've done video podcasts on like war. And like terrorism is all fair and love and war. Like, how do you fight these things? And yeah, I wanted this. I, cause I personally believe you can't fight these as an unwinnable fight. But Why? yeah, let's, it's a little bit like the Joker and Batman. Like, he wants to get hit. If you're fighting somebody that wants to engage in the fight, they've already won once you've started the fight. And if someone's goal is just to create pure so chaos. You don't, so what, what if you take the approach of stopping it before it starts? Yeah, that's the only way. Right. Is that a possibility? But that's the thing nobody's talking about because all I hear is fortifying schools Correct. and fortifying supermarkets and fortifying everything. And in my head, I'm like, there's just, then they won. You've already changed society enough where that will form deeper divides. No, I mean, you're, what are you going to argue? Borders shouldn't exist? No, you obviously need some balance. But I mean, like, okay. the idea is like, at what point are you just like a helicopter parent type thing you know like bulletproof every window in every school then people will just wait till you leave the school and then i'm like all right but then we have to like fortify the bus you know what i mean like at least that's a smaller window you're doing what you can but in the terms of like combat i don't feel like you're fighting the real battle the real battle is to make somebody not want to do that in the first place. And I feel like in our current society... You don't think... So maybe that's why you think it's unwinnable, because that sounds like a harder battle. It's such a hard battle. In our current society, there are so many people that are crazy and unhappy. And even this podcast is an example. We're talking about this stuff, which is what they love. But it's hard not to talk about this stuff, because mm. it's so fucking fascinating. Mm-hmm. They automatically win, because we're talking about it. And I'm engaging with it. I'm reading it. Yeah. We were, we were talking about Ted Kaczynski. And for those of you that don't know, Ted Kaczynski is the Unabomber. And he was part of the largest manhunt in FBI history. He was a genius mathematician who like graduated Harvard at like 18 and then was like a professor at Berkeley who moved to the woods of Montana. And he wrote a manifesto about his anger towards technology. And that's why he was setting off these bombs and mailing bombs to like 40, 50 people in America. And in my head, I'm like, I would have never read his book if he didn't kill people, and which is his argument as to why he killed people. Because they're like, you're insane. But his manifesto, if you read it, is brilliant. But we're reading it because he killed people. Here's what's even crazier. With technology, all of these things have ramped up. Was he right? He is right. That's the scary part. So how many times do you watch a movie in in 40, 50 years where they look back and be like, "Mm, what will they say? Because are you going to attribute? I mean, of course, the Internet is doing amazing things, but like these shooters are part of a discord server, like all, all these different things of like communicating how they're getting their info to basically go to these places at the right time, right place, right weapons. Like, of course, with good comes bad, but is the bad getting more prevalent? Will it outweigh the good? Like, 
would would we be at as far without technology? No, but maybe te- I mean Ted Kaczynski was was saying this in instance like yeah things will get better, but like we're not meant to be there. He was more of like a naturalist. He's a naturalist. He hated everybody, but I'm not comparing the current shooters to Ted Kaczynski because I feel like he was intelligent and he had a certain brilliance to him. And these kids were just 18 years old. But what I am comparing is like they both had an agenda. I wouldn't say you justify that agenda, how he did that. Yes. And the idea is like they could get their agenda across only by killing people. And he was only able to get his agenda across and have people like me read it because he killed people. See, I don't know, though. See, like, I think if Ted Kaczynski had that work out and actually used technology to get his work out, it would have been super hypocritical, right? So I guess he felt the only way to get his information out was through that means. But, like, I had think- he just used the internet, albeit this is kind of early internet before internet, but, like, he could have just got his information out and not killed anyone. And people probably no. would have read it because there's some so- interesting ideas. But he was also a little crazy and he wanted sure. to kill. He wanted to hurt people. He had a violent streak. To sure. Him. Nietzsche was crazy. Sure. Freud was crazy. They didn't kill people, though. No, but he, I'm saying they also said Ted Kaczynski was part of the MK Ultra experiments at Harvard, which is where like they dosed students with acid and that. like perpetually tried to grind them down like humiliate them to their core and to see like their resistance to it. And the idea was to test how the government could use, I think, LSD on breaking down prisoners of war or strengthening their own soldiers in case they get interrogated. Mm. So, but kids went crazy and, and Kaczynski might've been, I'm wondering how much of his intelligence was like his manifesto. How much of that was, his way of defending his violent streak. It could go back the other way. Right. Like, you know, like he's saying he used violence to get his message out, but maybe he just came up with a nice message because he really wanted to kill people with a decent conscience. You yeah. know, there's people that do that. There's pedophiles that will convince themselves. No, I legitimately love this person, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, dude, they're six. Like you can't do that. And, but in their head, they'll hate the other pedophiles that are rapey and it's in it's like the difference between al-qaeda and isis they were like al-qaeda thought isis was too radical but it's like dude you guys also blew up the twin towers like you can't you know like so but there are levels to all of this sure i get what you're saying and these new these new guys because they're both 18 back to back i feel like this is like a decentralized form of like al-qaeda like and al-qaeda was already more difficult to stop in conflict than a traditional army. Yeah. Do you know how old Ted was when he did it? 30, think, I'm guessing. I think he was like in his 30s and 40s, which is like also, yeah, 30s, 40s. I think I he like, got, they got him when he was like 50. Yeah, because I kind of understand 18. And Teethan is like full of angst, mm-hmm. feeling powerless. I get it in that way. Yeah, I don't know. It does seem to get more younger. That That's like a younger thing to do. I wonder why. I mean, it's always the testosterone. That's why they recruit soldiers in fucking high schools and colleges, they're not going to go to mm-hmm. a grad center, you know, or yeah. like, they don't want 24 year olds, 28 year olds. Cause they're like, Oh, I'm married. Like, yeah, I have a kid or, or it's just past peak aggression. Yeah. But they're like, I don't feel like 
potentially killing somebody mm-hmm. and you're young, it's like, get them young. That's what you do. You get them young. So that's why I do also equate a lot of this stuff to war. Like, even though it is like a sick fuck, our society could be argued as being sick in like a lot of ways. Like, sure. That, so let's, let's get to that. So like younger people have a problem with this. It, that, that's evident, right? Like it seems to be young people have a problem with this. No one over the age of 30 seems to be doing this. No, I think there's a few, but it's not for this reason. But I think it's okay. similar. It's also no females. Never a girl. Okay, so we'll start looking at like, why? Why is that? Yeah, because women prefer poison, I think, rather than... <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, they're not poisoning a school. Yeah, that's true. Oh, my God, that would be diabolical. That'd be like... so that was also my retort, too, because I'm one of those people that like, yeah, we should fortify schools. I think that's a good way left and right, like, could agree on, like, that. why? That can't hurt. Oh, it costs money. Everything costs money, yeah. right? So whatever. But then my next thing was like, oh, there's still chemical warfare. I agree with you. The only reason I'm just not excited about it is because I don't think it gets to the root of the problem. It's like we're treating the cough and not like the lung cancer. Correct. But we don't know what causes the lung cancer. So let's treat the cough while we figure that out. That's a good point. That's how I look at it. Of course. Yeah, that's not the fix, but that helps. Yeah, I would just spend my time. Right, A line of defense. It may not be the best line of defense, but it's a line of defense. I mean, the deterrent some people would say is why do 18 year olds need AR-15s? You know? Sure. Like, and other people are like, OK, arm the teachers. And sure. Other people are like they have all these different ways of what they think would solve this. Yeah. Not, arm me. But, I'm but a yeah, teacher. We have to look at combating it in terms of how do we prevent it? Yeah, that's the only way, because mm-hmm. these are still so rare. They are really rare. I, I think this- media sensationalism gets this way out of hand where we think it is a huge problem. All compared to the rest of the world per capita, you guys are in. Yes, okay. But like, I'm sure you can find some other disease that's way more prevalent here and not the rest of the world, but there's not a gripe about that. Yeah, there's 130,000 schools. And obviously, there's like a lot of violence in some of our schools. It doesn't need to be a mass shooting. But yeah, why is the violence happening in the first place rather than like fortify everything? Because it's so rare. It's like, yo, say we spend $5 billion fortifying every school. In my head, I feel like if you gave the kids for $5 billion, if you fed them better and you gave them like dope gym classes and like more activities, that has a better, that has a better chance. Everything is an experiment. The Uh, bulletproof windows is experiment to me. Like those few random kids that do this, because it's still so few. Yeah. They are more likely to be deterred by getting laid and having a good time and like making well, friends and having a community in that, even if it's available to them, force them a little bit. Cause it would be like in school. That's what I'm saying. Like if it's like five bill, like, yeah, your parents force you to do things that you don't like it until like Steven Wonderboy Thompson, his dad forces every child that he had to like do karate. And he's like, if you don't want to do it, I don't care, but you could stop after 18 once you're less dumb, you know, but till then you have to listen to me. And then by the time they're 18, they're all good. So they're like, all right, I'm going to keep up with it because they're just so fucking good at it already. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, yeah, you're in high school, whatever. You force them a little bit. But at five billion, like, make it engaging. Right now, I would just look at it. It's like we're burning the $5 billion to stay warm when it's like, well, we could buy a heater. There's like a different way. I think that's the only way you could fight this type of thing because it's still so rare. 
but yeah, it's but you, also gotta, so shocking. It is. It is. But um, it's so rare. But the shock hurts you. It's like, how do you deal with yeah. it? It's not, I think, through bulletproof windows and that stuff. Because people figure out some other way to kill people. Like you said, poison or some shit. Sure, like, but again, it's, it's another deterrent. Yeah, but I feel like the best deterrent would be like making them happier. Yeah, but like you can't, you can't say what that will like how to do that. That's the problem. I know you got to give them options until we can figure that out. And so people will think like, all right, we got to do more work in like mental health, but it's only like three to 5% of mass shootings have someone that's actually mentally ill. I would just argue they're all mentally ill. How are you going to, there's definitely people in this world that I've wanted to kill. Like so is killing Hollywood. mentally ill like that automatically makes you mentally ill? No, but I think it's who you kill that makes you mentally ill. If you're like randomly well, then you killing can't people, diagnose that until that event. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, so it's, you just got to make them happy. You got to hope that they're like decently happy. That's the only yeah, way we, you could win in any of these things because it's, it's impossible. Al-Qaeda, what did Al-Qaeda want? They wanted to fuck with America. So what did they do? They bombed the World Trade Center and they fucked with us. And what was our, our response either way? If we went to Afghanistan, what was going to happen? It would destabilize Afghanistan and a lot of the Middle East and it would make it easier for them to recruit. Oh, so they succeed that way. If we did nothing, then what happens? They go, oh, look, we attacked America and they did nothing. We win. It's a win-win. Yep. And so I think these things are all win-wins for the people that are doing it. You can't stop that when it's like a win-win. And our reaction to it is another win for them because they become famous and popular and interesting, which is what they weren't potentially. So is there, I don't know, like how you can catch these people before they act out? Is, is there a possibility of doing that? I think lots of people knew these kids were... Going to do something? Yeah. I think people are like, oh, they're... How about the crazy. parents? Like the parents are... They don't really have the best family life. I don't think they even found this kid's parents. The one in Jeez. Uvalde, like, I think it's his grandma. And he shot his grandma in the face. Oy. There's like a psycho, like, and there was a kid. I heard one interview where somebody was like, yo, I don't want people to say this kid was bullied because he wasn't bullied. And he goes and he used to hurt animals, which is one of the three things. Yeah, that's a big one. The FBI says, the FBI says, if somebody hurts animals, if somebody wets the bed, and there's something else. Fuck, what's the third one? They're like likely for like serial. That's like the serial killer. Serious childhood trauma. Let me see. Cruelty with animals, obsession with fire setting and bedwetting. Oh, shit. I have one of those. Yeah, I like fire too. Uh, <laughs> bedwetting. I haven't in a while. I would never be cruel to animals. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's the thing. Like, so I don't know. I thought it was interesting when that person said that. I just, and also like the discussion about cops and how the cops didn't do anything. Like that's a fight that's about to happen. You know, it's in the manual that says, Hey, in an active shooter situation, yeah, you're going to risk your life. And if you're not comfortable doing that, you have to think of a change of career. And it comes down to like, everybody has to fight. And like, that's why I think like jujitsu and all these things, like you should put them in schools, make people tougher. I feel like more people would respect each other. I mean, these kids are obviously like children, but this kid I'm is I'm under the firm belief that what we do is I think we coddle our kids way too much away from violence, that everything becomes so passive aggressive that it bursts out 
in events like this. Like it like gets so big. Interesting. Yeah. Like for us, we just fought. We just fought each other. You get a fight every now and again, a fight every now and again. It sucks, but it doesn't build into like 15 years of abuse or something, right? Like if your parents are abusing you for 15 years, you're going to do something bad, right? Because yeah. why? You can't act out against your parents. They have supreme power over you, right? Mm -hmm. Well, now we're doing that with their peers. You can't touch anyone under any circumstance. So what happens? 15 years of abuse. And then it's like, well, how do they gain power in a situation? I, I think a lot of that is that. I do think that confrontation needs to be more prevalent in people's lives. Even the way people talk to each other, right? We go through text. We don't talk. We don't want to have face-to-face -face meetings, right? Like, I, I think that all plays into it. I, I think the internet kind of ruined that a little. Because now, now how, how do we do things? We cancel people instead of just calling them out. I know, just engaging with them. Yeah, we look through I, their history to find tweets of theirs and then try to like out them on something. It's, it's like the most passive aggressive thing to do. Like if you got beef with someone, just talk to them. Tell them, fight them even. <laughs> Instead, you'll like try to get them hot fired without ever talking to the person. That's a so, weird thing. I was telling uh, Amanda that, oh, like I might want to run for office one day, like just half kidding, but half serious. It's always been like something on my mind. And plus, mm -hmm. I always tell all my students because I teach the kids. I'm like, well, am I running 20 years? So remember, and by then you'll care about voting and you'll know more people. So it'd be like, mm -hmm. I'm building it up. And she worked at like Max Rose's office. He was the congressman of Staten Island for like a couple okay. of weeks. And she was like, so many people would call and just be like angry. And I was like, I would love to talk to these people that are angry at me. Like, or like, you uh -huh. know, or because I'd be like, that would, if that was my job, literally from nine to like five, like I would be that type of congressman where I'd be like, all right, that's my job. I got to listen to you and you bitch. And I'd be like, yeah, that fucking sucks. But what can I do about it? We, you got to fix it. Your, we could try to fix it this way, but it's gonna be a lot longer. We might as well just get the lumber and build it ourselves, you know, and mm -hmm. figure out ways, but engage with that. Like, yeah. Or yell at me. I'll be like, look, I, yeah. I get that you're mad at me, but I just disagree. So I'll, we I'll, don't I'll, do, we don't I'll, answer our phones. Yeah. We don't, we don't talk to the people we're mad at. We don't even order food on the phone anymore. Like I know we'll go to their website, take out online or delivery. Like we, Oh, leave it at the door. You don't even want to like see the person bringing you the food. It is the weirdest thing how like we avoid each other the most now, especially when it comes to like unwanted confrontation or, or like you're upset mm -hmm. with someone. Dude, I'd get so mad at the tech industry because they'd be like, oh, this is revolutionary. Instacart is revolutionary. You're getting mm -hmm. food delivered to your home. And I was like, yo, when I lived in Bay Ridge, I would call the Associated and they would deliver food. I was like, it's the same exact thing, but it's not on an iPad and I had to talk to somebody. But yeah. That's in essence, it's the same exact thing because yep. I got food delivered to my house. But now you you don't have to even try to understand the Chinese man, which I think makes his attempt at getting better at English worse and your attempt at being a better listener and like culturally aware worse. 100%. Because now you're just not engaging where before he would have to get better at English and I would have to try my best to listen. But it worked. It was good. And, and there's also like an understanding of that. If I'm talking to someone on the phone, it makes their business seem real. 
Like this yeah. is a guy trying to put food on his plate by doing this. And I'm kind of helping him do that by paying for this service that he's providing. Like if you're just doing it online, like you have no idea where that is. Yeah. So you like go to the local, Amazon and yeah, right, like a local economy versus, you know, global. Right. But exactly. And we're doing this interpersonally too, I feel like. Yeah. A hundred percent. Where maybe if you did have cooler gym classes and like I said, invest in better classes, there's a way to let your outlet out, do cool shit. Right yeah, now, schools are find, like prisons because they're miserable. I mean, there's definitely probably a correlation with how much violent crime in this regard has happened. And it's probably at least in a high correlation with how much physical activity has declined. Huh, interesting. Now, you can't say that's causation, or maybe you can. I don't know. But like, you can always find trends like, okay, from the 70s on, what has also increased? A bunch of things, of course. Yeah, everything. But it makes you wonder if there might be a link there. For sure. There's plenty of links. I mean, I do think exercise, just physical movement in general, does combat depression. Are most of these people depressed? Yes. I think you also get radicalized because you're on the internet and you find other people that like mm -hmm. the same shit that you do. I listened to this podcast. It's called uh, Hunting Warhead. And it was like about like, it was a really good podcast. It was like six, seven, eight episodes. And it was about like how they caught like the world's biggest online child pornography. Okay. Like he built like the biggest sites for that. And like how they catch these people is that's crazy good police work. You know, like they have to watch these videos, which is fucked up and find clues. Like there's one guy, he's watching tons of child porn. It's horrible. Ugh. Child abuse. We shouldn't even call it child porn. But child abuse is as he calls it. And he'll hear a TV in the background. He'll hear what commercial it is. Then he'll call the company that has those commercials and find their ad buys. When do they have these ad buys at what time? Oh, man. Yeah. And then and then like compares it to then what played before. And then he could like figure out around what city like brilliant. Like, yeah. you know how they catch some of these people like. Oh, like they have like they'll have great web developers and they'll find bugs within the website that they'll be like, oh, we know in two months they're going to have to update this and it's not easy. So maybe they'll ask this question on like Stack Overload, a forum, like, how do I fix this? Mm. And they'll start combing the fucking Internet just through forums and then finding that question and then finding that handle and then be like, oh, that handle is similar to the Skype handle where we could see this like brilliant. Uh, yeah, the connections they make are crazy. But regardless of how brilliant all these people are, I just don't know if you could win some of these wars because these like. Maybe, but maybe, ending. maybe it's early. Maybe we're just ignorant to it. Maybe 20 years from now, we got it. It's possible. <laughs> you have to believe that because if you resign to the fact that it cannot be fixed, is that a world you want to live in? Okay, I should actually rephrase everything. I don't feel like it can't be fixed. I feel like violence is going down. So I feel like we're winning. But in that sense, but we're so scared every time. And our reactions to these things are like these fortifications and like this crazy anger where I'm like, I think the way to win this is to like almost not care about it in a way and invest in like happiness. Maybe so. Maybe the way to combat it is no media coverage. 
yeah, less media coverage, but we all are all interested in it. That's why they're winning. That's why it's hard know, to come back. That's the other so thing too. You can't really censor media either. Yeah. I know Lex Friedman was on Joe Rogan and he said something like, oh, make it illegal to do. And I'm like, so fuck the first amendment Yeah, to, in his way, like protect the second amendment or something, yeah. you know? And yo, is it even that left wing? If I say like, Hey, you should be 25 to own an AR, like a car. Like, you'll buy a handgun. It is. Why, though? Because it used to not be that way. Like, even George Bush, like, 1990. Okay, is there's a lot of things we used to do that were wrong. Right? But you like, think it's super left-wing to say, like, all right, you should buy an AR-25, but if you're 18, you need a gun for protection, it's a handgun. If you, you can think, join the military, yes. But then the alcohol should be legal. If we're going to do, like, if and if, then alcohol should be legal at 18. Like, everything should be... I agree. Actually, in the data I found, alcohol being male were the two biggest reasons for shootings that had five or more people killed. Okay, so it's so it's like alcohol. if you want to ha- if you want to have stop people from getting shot, alcohol gone. Yeah, so alcohol, guns, and men—that's the three that. Of of course, if you don't want people to get shot, okay, yeah, you yeah. take away guns. No, no shit. But like, yeah, exactly. I'm not, I'm not forte. I want to buy a gun. I want to have a handgun. And I think I would buy an AR too, whatever. But I also feel like 18 year olds, like you said, people should suffer. Why does everybody get everything? Like 18? Like, sure. Yeah. I mean, if you can't rent a car, like make it 25. Cause at least, yeah, you have less testosterone. You're a little bit less like fucking. And if you really need one, like, yeah, you write a note and you figure out a way to get it. And you have to like go through like a couple loopholes, but then you get it. But at least like those people checked on you while you went through those things. Maybe, like, but then you'll so have people easy? argue that like, all right, they don't have a gun. They'll find another way. They can't yes. get a gun legally. They'll get it illegally. But like you said, the deterrence. So like, sure, why yes, spend five? Way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why spend five billion on fucking windows? You know, mm-hmm. like to me, that's like annoying. Like I'd rather spend that on like better track and field and math. I mean, I, I don't even know if it's that much of a deterrent, right? There's like five times the amount of guns as there are people, and that's not slowing down. So it's one of those things like, all right, let's say they just stopped all new gun sales. There's plenty guns to go around. Yeah, no, gun. you can't stop guns and you should let people buy guns. But why 18-year-olds? That's the only thing. Like I'm saying like that's like kind of, and even let them buy a gun. Let them buy a shotgun. Let them buy a handgun. But like I feel like, I don't know the guns that it's a lot easier to kill a lot of people. Like maybe be like, all right, these are a little bit. I don't don't know enough about guns to even say that, but look, like I said, that's not going to work. I rather just invest money actually in mental health. Like I think we should have universal healthcare. So everybody has mental health, but everybody could buy a gun, whatever. I think that's an even trade. I, I mean, you might actually say a better way of combating it is through creating better parents. Yeah. Which is why though you should make abortion legal. So people that don't want to be parents don't have to be parents. <laughs> that That is the I number mean, one. There's still people that become parents that probably shouldn't. And they go, they have, you know, abusive to their kids. And their yeah, kids that's the next up, step. And their kids being up, being like socially abusive to other people, potentially more people. Thinking about ways to potentially create better parents or parenting systems or better foster youth programs. Maybe that would be the answer. Yeah, invest five billion in that. You know, like I think all of that stuff is a little That's bit such more. That's a important. slow drip answer that people can't see. That's the problem. It's not as tangible for people. 
it's not as sexy as like we fortified the school, but that shit's right. not going to work. That shit right. will not work because somebody will just get in their car and run them over when they leave school. You can't fortify someone's that's world. That's still one though. That's, that's still lessens it. It does. No, dampen it doesn't. It. it doesn't lessen. They just figure out another way to kill people. That was the you whole can, you can conservative say that at, argument. At, at putting guns at 25. Yeah, just, you could say that same argument for guns at 25. Then. They just slowly lessen. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to work. I think you slowly lessen it. I wonder if we're just going to see more and more of it. Because I was thinking about this. Imagine we plotted this out like a data graph. We would see like, all right, there was one in like, there was the famous, the very first one was at the University of Texas. And it was the guy with a sniper rifle from the clock tower. Mm. A lot of young people don't know of it, but like older people like remember images of that. And that guy actually killed his mom. Same thing. Killed his mom before he did it or shot his mom. And he wrote a letter and they found the letter. And I think he killed like 15 people at the University of Texas. But they found the letter where he was like, yo, please study my brain. He's like, something happened where I've only had violent thoughts and I can't get them out of my head. And they found they found the brain tumor in his head after Mm. he did it. So some of these things could, I also just believe like some wrong fucking knot in your brain, you know, and what does that do to you? And then it just makes you, yeah, like a little violent and crazy, mm. very violent and crazy. And then Columbine. And then like, that was when we were in high school. I feel like it looks like it's getting exponential if we plotted it out almost, or at least the ones that are successful. Like, it's are more we prevalent. Gonna... Yeah. But we'll that could also next- be like the media sensationalism contributing to that. So more kids are doing that. There's going to be like so many confounding people- factors to that. Yeah, there's more people now. So yeah, the population right. doubles. But there's I think there's like something interesting. OK, so how about this? Take it, take it from here. a fighting standpoint. If someone keeps hitting you with a jab, how do you combat it? There'll be people like, oh, you hit him with the jab first. There'll be people like, oh, you slip it. And then there'll be people like, oh, you block it, right? All are valid, right? So like in this instance, I'm like, the people are like, oh no, hit them first, jab. You're like, all right, they want to put guns in the, in the school. Okay. Right? You're like, okay. Like, well, you want to fortify the school. All right, you learn to block. Yeah. And then the slipping is like, all right, they're not just going to hit anything, right? Or we're, we're hitting it before it can even do anything, right? So that's how I kind of think of like fighting. You have ways to combat it. It, depending on the instance, one of those is better than the other. And some might even argue that one of those defenses, even with just a jab, is better than the other because, you know, X, Y, Z. I find it interesting, though, when people are like, oh, that, that, that's a bad defense. I'm like, well, it's a defense. Is it okay. the best defense? And is it possible that just like in fighting, that maybe there's a different defense for each of these situations? Sure. But there are also bad defenses where it's like, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Some guys like, yo, you eat the jab so you can throw the right. You're like, all right, not a good idea. Sure. Yeah. Let him kick the leg or go for the takedown. And then you're taking down. Yeah. I could take his shots. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Go for like deep half guard. Like, what the fuck? You deserve to get. Sure. They're, of course, bad ideas. But it's also possible that there's not just one. Yeah. And maybe different places should do different things. We do allow states to do different things. The gun laws differ from state to state. Like if you put guns... Maybe it's a Texas problem, not an America problem right now. Do you know what I mean? No, it's an America problem. If you put guns... This scenario is what I'm saying. Yeah, but I just think there's no way you can win any of these scenarios. I think we've become so safe that everything scares us. 
And that's how like these terrorist type people win because we'll just get scared regardless and we start changing our actions. If, if I make fun of you, if I make fun of your sweater mm-hmm. and you go, oh, like whatever, Anoop, that didn't hurt my feelings and that was my goal, I'm like, okay. But then you leave the room in a half hour and you come back with a different sweater. <laughs> I know who this is about. I know I won. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, I just, I won that battle. I humiliated you. You needed to change your sweater based on what I said. Yo, Brian, he's talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> but you get what I'm saying? And so, like, as we change everything, like, that's like those terrorists are like, oh, good. We made them do that. Like, that's what they get off on. They do. You're right. The only so way to win can, is by not doing anything. Yeah. Maybe Lex Fridman has a point. I don't know. Maybe we should not cover these things. I don't know. No, I didn't mean Lex Friedman, but I meant in the sense of like, I hated his point. They could, <laughs> people could re- report it and just be like, well, this is what's going to happen. It's like stopping lightning. It's like the fucked up thing to say, but like, I would almost prefer some refreshing honesty where it's like, well, yeah, this is one person out of a hundred thousand. And there's also one person out of 100,000 that fucks kids. And there's one person out of 100,000 that steals from old people. Yeah, I think if more people got their sources from data and not media sources, then that would be better. If you start using PubMed or the National Institute for Health or the American Journal of Psychiatry, all, all these different things, it's like you'll find data with a lot less bias. And it'll actually make you feel good about things because they'll show you how few and far between they are. It, they're just more honest. Mm-hmm. Do they carry bias? Sometimes less than the media. People should just get their news and information from there. But it doesn't make people happy. People want to be riled the fuck up. Right. People want to have an uproar. People want to be. That's how almost people like get their purpose. I wanna, the data I wanna, would equip you so much better. Yeah. I want to run for office and have like a slogan that says like, like, I think I'll do it. <laughs> like something like exactly you should go like, you should run like, not like all these like slogans like time for, you know yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, so like serious and it's just like i'll i'll do my best um, <laughs> like, <laughs> like something like where there's like a little like i like I the tone in which you said that like yeah there could be slogans like i'll do my best you know but you're like ah, oh, i'll do my best yeah <laughs> <laughs> when they go yo you didn't you didn't follow your slogan i was like what do you mean my slogan was, yeah, I'll do, I'll do my best. Like, like little Larry David. <laughs> like, nah, you wrote that shit in bold. Like, that's the only font that fucking comes in, you know, bold. Uh, like. That's funny. But you know what I mean? Like, I, all these people talking tough, like, nothing can get done. Like, if it is that far left to, like, just be like, all right, we're going to make ARs 18 to 25, then nothing could be done. Like, fortifying schools, I'd be like, I don't want to spend $5 billion on that. I'd rather do nothing. I'd rather spend $5 billion on better, like, everybody learns like yoga and jujitsu and shit in school. I, feel I like think that, that would be harder for everyone to agree upon though. I know, but everybody would be wrong. I think that would, I, I think Fair. in my head, if I had to bet life on what will have a better impact on society, $5 billion and you bulletproof every window in a school, which by the way, will just make it harder for cops to break windows and get into the school when they need to get into the school or just make every kid learn yoga or fucking snowboarding or like, So here's the thing. You don't know if those things will make a difference. Where like the bulletproofing, you're like, it'll only make a little difference. A tiny difference. Because how many? Yeah, exactly. So I'd rather take the risk. I'd rather go with like what's in the big mystery box. That's the thing though. The risk is big. What's the risk? Kids. 
some kids yeah but it's gonna happen anyway I, it's fucked up but it's like it, the risk is 18 kids every four years like if it happens like a sandy hook i know this sounds cruel but it is sometimes i wonder like literally thousands of people are dying every day from cancer and we want yeah, to spend but, five but that, billion dollars that's not a to, choice though someone's choosing to kill these kids i know but the thing is how do we combat the disease the way to combat the disease of like cancer is like through better nutrition and like living a healthy life like how do you combat the disease it's like it's not all about just the chemo and when it comes to like the people actually be surprised kids, ivermectin is like it might be the cancer care good but i think like also if you eat well and you exercise and you live this like a strong time. life yeah exactly you start at the beginning yeah I, I get it. I, I agree that we do have to find what prevents it. I just, we have no idea what that is. And so we can, we can assume it's yoga classes or whatever, but we don't know. I, yeah. I'm just saying it's not just that, but it's like all of those things, like you catch them in different ways, you know, like fucking boy scouts. And to me, it's a male community, problem. Community events. It is definitely a male problem. So you have to attack male problems. Yeah. It's that simple. Like you start, you, you can't just start thinking like, maybe we shouldn't go over the route of like, oh, it's like abuse as a kid or like these things. And like, well, it's all male. Females get abused too. They don't act like this. It's true. So maybe we should look at male mental health or male problems. It's usually women. <laughs> okay. But, but we, don't, we don't talk about that because maybe that's more sexist. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I mean, the that. data is there. That's, we like to we like to use males to blame. We don't like to like look at the males and like, oh, they need help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They do need help. That's the thing. They need you need good guidance. You need good people in their lives, and I think that's why there are so few. I mean, we have more than the rest of the world, so it's hard to say so few. But when I do look at like our world compared to the way it was maybe like two thousand years ago. And the amount of war and violence that happened then versus now, mm-hmm. like now you are much more likely to kill yourself than you are to be killed by someone else. Like yeah. it's not even close. That's still dangerous. It's still dangerous, but I'm just saying it's like a different, you're much more likely to die from overeating than you are from starvation. Like True. We, we, these we are still dangerous. Yeah. But now it's like, I feel like we, we have to correct the other way and find that right balance. And so sure. like, the right balance in this situation is like, yo, these freak things happen, but our reaction to these freak things, I think, falls right in the hands of the freaks. Mm. We're doing exactly what they want to do, which is why we're always losing these wars. The way to win is by not caring and continue to do what we're doing, but in a better way and change some of our flaws that create these angry people, make things a little bit more fun. Like people are so angry at like, Younger people being like, oh, I don't want to work like 40 hours. It's like, why well, I had to work that many hours? It's like, well, why the fuck does anybody want to work that? Like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, we're forcing. <laughs> then it's like, all right, yeah, I get it. You know, it's, you should work fucking 28 hours, you know? And then the other person, you're progressing. We should be progressing as opposed to being like, well, oh, I don't know. We all do that, though. We all gatekeep in some scenario. True. True. Yeah. I mean, these people are 18 and don't know much about life. Yeah, that's what sucks is we have to figure out. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. We, have, we definitely have to help the youth. That's for sure. A couple of my, one of my students came to jujitsu. I want like another one to come. Like I'm uh-huh. just trying to tell everybody because I did. It's not even just the jujitsu. I feel like if we boxed, 
or if we played fucking flag football, I think yeah. it'd be like a little bit the same thing. Like we're competing together, working together, like challenging ourselves. I feel like, yeah, that makes us. Like I a think men happy. need that. I think men not only need outlets of aggression, but like social circles like that. Yeah, exactly. And they go hand in hand because you start respecting people once you spend time with them, like on the mats and mm-hmm. train with them, even if you disagree with them on facebook or shit and like you have different political beliefs like once you're like there in the gym together like you guys are having fun for sure dude i i train with people that believe in chemtrails they're still my people (laughs) do they believe in flat earth oh there's definitely a guy at my gym that believes in flat earth for sure i haven't gone down that rabbit hole but i would bet it all there's someone do you think he's listening to this podcast right now maybe dude you're a moron Don't stop. He's just gonna think you don't get it. You don't know. You're just, <laughs> you've, been, you've been tricked. I hope he doesn't look into my bank accounts because I got paid six dollars to say that. Apparently there's, <laughs> there's an organization that pays you six dollars every yeah, time. NASA. You say, yeah, exactly. That's why I said D org because there's only one. Mm. They're the ones that rule every other organization. Mm-hmm. Um, that guy right now is like, yo, they're right. <laughs> like they they think they're joking. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I wanted to talk about this just because it's interesting and I feel like it needs to be, uh, I don't know, looked at from uh, all I'm surprised though when these things happen, people don't, of course, everyone's got their way to fix it for sure. But I'm surprised people don't try to find more common. I'm surprised by that. I'm always surprised. It's, oh, it's got to be this, not that. That's dumb. Why would you think that helps? It's always that reaction. I think there's more common ground this time than every other time because of how bad a yeah because of how bad a job the police did. Everyone oh, realized. Okay. Everyone realized. Oh wait up! Police don't solve everything. And yeah, there are some examples where social workers are better than police officers, and there are some examples when they're not. You know, yeah. and then so it's like yeah, sometimes you need a screwdriver, sometimes you need a hammer, and all of this is taxpayer money. The that city of Uvalde, forty percent of their money goes to their police and they failed when they needed them most. It should be 20%. Use the other 20% on fucking picnics and free food. Guaranteed that would have a better impact than maybe, like some insane swap. But, but you know what? The argument could also be made. Maybe if they had 60%, things would have went better. That's shit argument. I hate that. Argument. Whoever people made do that, that argument, though, right? You could argue th- like, those oh, people, enough. I would call those people bootlickers. And I would say yeah. like at, at some point, it's like, dude, you, there's other things like healthcare, transportation, education, like fucking sanitation. There's lots of things, post office, fire. What's the pie? And how much of the pie is because you're scared of other people? All right, well, if you're such a tough person to have a gun, then you can protect yourself. That's the amazing part about having guns. Mm. So it's like, why do you need these like armies everywhere? Especially if they're not the best. The best way to like defeat a big army is not to meet it with another army. It's to just have like a couple random suicide bombers and random gunshots that make that army go, holy fuck, and then keep investing more and more until their home country is just broke. And they go, why the fuck are we fighting in the first place? Which is what happened in Afghanistan. You can't defeat certain things with force, Mm -hmm. right? There's that famous Greek mythology story where every time this one god was thrown to the ground, he would get stronger. So it's like, how do you defeat this person that gets stronger every time you hit him? And I think one of the other gods just finally just held him up. It wasn't about hitting him. It was just about like doing something different. You got to do something different sometimes. Yeah, that's fair. All right. I think that's a fair way to 
end this talk. What do you think? Yeah. You have anything else you want to end on? Yeah, that was fun. I think, I think it would be nice to hear, like you said, not have people talk about like, Oh, it has to be this has to be that there should be like, I think there is some common ground now. And then maybe like people could be like, all right, there should be better solutions. So kids aren't scared. That's all we can hope for. Yeah. All right. Thanks for joining us guys. As always, thanks for listening. Hey guys, this is Anoop. I'm sure you've heard. I have a startup called Renta. You can visit me at renta.com, R-E-N-T-A-H.com. The idea is you could rent any type of goods, service, or space. So you could rent a Arturo to teach you Brazilian jiu-jitsu, or you could rent uh, my friend Andy to uh, set up your podcasting equipment for your next gig, or you could rent uh, the Philosophy of Fighting podcast to uh, promote a commercial on our podcast or some gear, right? Like our friend Michael Shear did, if you want some Wu-Tang apparel. So uh, check out Renta. It would mean a lot to me. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Philosophy of Fighting podcast. If you have any questions, suggestions, or if you would like to fight us, send us a DM on Instagram at philosophy underscore fighting.